Welcome back to episode six of Let's Get Literature. I am your host, Samantha Mickey, and I'm so happy to be here finally recording the sixth episode. Before we begin, I want to address the extended absence that I did not anticipate. I have been struggling with maintaining a schedule since working from home and juggling the podcast as well as master's classes. Um, so it's definitely been difficult, but I believe I have a new solid schedule to ensure that the podcast will be coming directly to your ears every Thursday. So with no further ado, let's get literature. So um, just a couple updates. First of all, my audio is slightly different. I am recording in a different location and we have like a very open floor plan with vaulted ceiling. So I'm going to make sure that by next episode, everything is free and clear, but I did want to get an episode out to you and I didn't feel like the audio issues were enough to stop me from recording. They're simply kind of irritating and it sounds a little different than I'm used to because I'm used to that higher quality small space sound. So I'm going to try to play with different areas in my home to make sure that the audio quality is top notch and just make sure that there is absolutely no echo for you guys or any kind of weird um, audio feedback. Secondly, it is now, let's see, it is May 9th. This weekend is Mother's Day weekend, and I know last month I did a TBR. That will be coming in next week's episode on our regularly scheduled episode. So this will be a special release for Mother's Day, and it'll just be a TBR of books that I've picked up recently, as well as my library holds. And you'll notice that my TBR is going to be very similar to my library holds because obviously I'm trying to read those, get those back to the library and keep the cycle going. So just to address that, this will definitely be a special episode because it's basically just going to be what I've purchased and acquired recently in terms of my book collection as well as library holds. Because as I shared in my last episode, if you'll remember, my library started doing curbside pickup which has been a huge savior because I don't have to buy all the books that I am listening to in podcasts or that I see on Bookstagram. So with that all said, I hope you guys are having a great Mother's Day weekend so far. This will hit your feeds Sunday morning. So I hope that your Mother's Day is going spectacularly. I hope that, um, Regardless of your situation, you are having a good Sunday, even if you're not celebrating Mother's Day, if you're estranged or you've lost a mother, or if you're a fur mother, you should definitely be celebrating because dogs are babies all in their own right. (laughs) So I am going to first talk about what I'm currently reading, what I just wrapped up to keep a little bit of normalcy, even though it is a special release podcast. And then I'm going to die. All right. What I just finished reading, the first thing that I want to talk about is a book called The Last Bathing Beauty by Amy Sue Nathan. So this came across my feed via my aunt, who is also an avid reader. She was also an English teacher. She's retired now. But she often has books that align with mine. 
And so she marked this as red and she said something very key that I instantly added it to my cart and I bought it. She said it was similar to the Catskill Mountain episode of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. First and foremost, if you do not watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and you enjoy historical fiction of any sort, please do yourself a favor and tune into that show. I think that the acting is phenomenal. I think that the story is phenomenal. And just the depiction of historical life, I think, is very accurate. And I just really enjoy that take on the 1950s. And as you all know, since I finished Evie Drake Starts, or not Evie Drake Starts Over, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I have been on a 1950s kick. You will notice that a majority of my book haul is me trying to recreate that feeling for myself of, of Evelyn Hugo. So this was such a delightful surprise. And I think that this was just a great book. Five stars for me. It is the Catskill of the Midwest, so if you, like myself, wanted to visit Steiner Resort, I think that you should pick this up immediately. It has a really interesting alternating timeline, and it just came together perfectly in the end, and I just, I felt like I want to see it as a movie or a TV show because I loved the characters. I thought that the story was very in-depth and very well thought out. And I just think that if you like historical fiction, you will love this book. And especially if you like the alternating timeline approach that many historical fiction has done, uh, many historical fiction books have done in the past few years, I think that this would be an excellent pick for you because I think it does it very well and it doesn't feel like cliche. I think it feels like the perfect mix of modern and having that past element without being um, cliche in that right. So again, this was The Last Bathing Beauty, and I just think that it's an excellent pick for many reasons. But if you, like me, love historical fiction and have a fascination with the 1950s, I think this would be a great book to pick up. So in last, not last week's, but in the last episode, I talked about The Guest List by Lucy Foley, and that was one of my currently reading. I finished that, and it is easily a four and a half to five star book for me. So not only is it a thriller and it keeps you on the edge of your seat, But I do feel like the depiction of it being a knives out slash clue like suspense suspense is completely accurate. And I think that was only enhanced by the more remote setting and the fact that the characters were just so, I don't want to say stereotypical because I think that they were very much um, really deep and developed. But I feel like we kind of all know a character or like a person like the characters that were present. And furthermore, there were a lot of twists and turns in this book and I didn't see any of them coming. So I just think that it is a fascinating read. It was very atmospheric. It was a location that I was not familiar with. 
But by the end of it, I felt like I had visited. And I love a book like that that has a new setting. But by the end of reading it, it doesn't feel like a new setting. I feel like that's such a valuable thing that books do is transport us to places that we haven't been. So again, that is the guest list. And I would definitely recommend it if you have any interest in like suspense titles or um, if you liked the movie Knives Out or if you like the game Clue, I think that this would be a phenomenal read that would keep you engaged in a time where your mind might be. And finally, to round off my just read, I also finished the Sundown Motel by Simone St. James. So this was a book of the month pick for me. Um earlier this year I believe and I had heard nothing but good things about it as always I was super stoked it was the book of the month pick because I would have purchased it either way so being able to save that money with book of the month is honestly just very nice with new releases because a new release almost always releases in hardback and that's like 25 to 30 dollars whereas book of the month is 14.99 a month and then any additional add-ons are only 10 so really you can get three new releases for the price of like one and a half um if you were to buy them at your local indie or even amazon or a cheaper alternative so i was super happy to see this as a book of the month pick and this was one of the few books that I've ever read where I was truly and honestly spooked. Um, it just had an element of eerie and haunting that I could not get past. And I ended up having to not read this book at night and finish it during the daytime when like all the blinds were open and my husband was there because I was really spooked out by this read. And I just thought it was excellent. I feel like it's a three and a half, four star book for me. I felt that the ending was a little out of left field and not in like a good twist way. But for me, it just, it was a good ending. I'm not going to say it's a bad ending. I just, it wasn't my cup of tea necessarily when I think of um, what I like in a thriller. This is like a ghost type story. So... Just be forewarned going into that, that it's very spooky, it's very chilling, and while I would certainly recommend reading it, I think it was definitely not a waste of my time. Um, I do think that uh, if you're sensitive to like thrillers or they make you really anxious, this would not be a good book to pick up because it made me anxious and I read almost exclusively thrillers. So this follows... Um, a young woman who her grandmother had gone missing and she had never gotten to know her or no, not her grandmother. I'm sorry, her aunt and her mother never wanted to talk about it and her mother passes away and this is like in the very beginning of the book. So then she's kind of free to explore what happened to her aunt. And so she goes to the same town and that's all I'm going to share because I think with thrillers, I think the 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 less you know going in, the better. And so that's the premise. And obviously, it's a thriller. It's a ghost story. I would just recommend picking this up if you like 
a thriller and you like a ghost story, I think it would be a very um, good read, especially like I said with the guest list, if you're struggling to focus and your mind is wandering, this might be one that keeps you on that track. I would just recommend leaving the lights on if you're going to read it. So before I jump into this massive book haul and the collection of books that I have acquired so far during quarantine, I want to address the fact that I will have both a link to my Amazon storefront um, and a bookshop.org list of books that I've been talking about. Specifically, this will come into play for the hauls that I do because there's going to be so many titles and I just know from being a literary podcast listener myself, it is so overwhelming when you want all of the books and you, you're driving or you're doing something else usually when listening to a podcast. So I will make sure that these are up and going. I think this might mean that I either will start a website slash blog for the podcast or it will have its own dedicated Instagram. So if you're listening and you have your own thoughts on this, please let me know because I'm new to this, as you know, and I just want to make sure it's as convenient for y'all as possible. So just let me know your thoughts and just know before I start this book haul that that's on my mind. I know it's something I need to do, so I will have that to you as soon as possible. Next, I picked up some books from Book Outlet. This is a site similar to like a thrift books. They are deep discount and they have like bargain book copies, which are um, show more wear and tear. And they have, you know, like a variety of books in various conditions, but they are deeply, deeply discounted. You can get a fairly recent book for two or three dollars on this site. And they have um, frequent sales where it's 10 or 15% off your order. So this is one that I absolutely adore. And specifically, I like picking up books for my classroom through this site because they have a lot of great YA and middle grade selections at ridiculously low prices. I have gotten several books under a dollar. So if you're a teacher and you need to stock up that classroom library, I would highly recommend Book Outlet. It's one of my go-tos, but I did do a personal order, which I haven't done in quite some time, actually. The first book I got was Once Upon a River by Diane Setterfield. This is, I think, like more of a modern classic. I've heard it talked about by Ann Bogle and several others, so I definitely wanted to dive into that. Uh, the next few are 1950s-based books. As you know, like I talked about earlier in this episode, I have been going crazy for some 1950s literature, so I wanted to hop into those books. So I got Designed for Dying by Renee Patrick, The Hollywood Daughter by Kate Alcott, The, um, and okay, that's it for 1950s. And then I got At the Wolf's Table by Rosella Posterino. I hope I'm saying that right. I got The Curious Heart of Alyssa Ray by Stephanie Butland, Butland, Renea's Diary, a Holocaust Journal by Renea Spiegel, and then Us Against You by Frederick Bachman. These were all I got for various reasons. 
Um, the Curious Heart of Alyssa Ray, I know I got for the cover. It was just incredibly cute. Um, I love.